A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Waypoint UK podcast. This is uh, sort of technically episode three of the Waypoint UK podcast, but we did other podcasts before as Vice Gaming. Hopefully you heard them, and if you didn't, well, it's too bloody late now. They've disappeared into the ether, uh, probably. Uh, my name is Mike Diver. I'm the senior editor here at Waypoint, and I'm joined today for a year-end special where we're going to round up some of the most awesome games we've played in 2016 uh, by three wonderful other members of the UK games media, because uh, we like to mix it up here and get guests in uh, rather than just drag people in from Munchies and Noisy who, you know, by their own admission, hate video games and probably hate me too. Uh, I've got in no particular order in just the order they're written on my piece of paper. Alice Bell. Hello, hello. Hello, Alice Bell from Video Gamer. Thank you for uh, having Alicia me. Alicia Judge from IGN. Hello. Uh, I only just learned what IGN stood for when uh, the podcast the other day. Do you know day. what? Yeah, I literally, I, I had no idea either. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> international Gnome Network, That's right? exactly yeah. what I've been saying yep. for ages. <laughs> Apparently it's not International Name Network, it's Imagine Games Network, which makes a lot more I sense. I like to imagine games as much as playing them. Yeah, <laughs> it explains why on my first day when I showed up with big bushy white beards and a little pointy hat and they, a gardening implement, everyone got very confused. They were, they were worried, <laughs> uh, but soon put pay to that kind of tomfoolery. And Chris Bratt from Eurogamer. Hello, Chris Bratt. Hello. Right, you say no particular order, but I was definitely last in that order. Well, you were, but only because it's written here. And I'm sure, that I'm, if you look at these <laughs> names, they're just alphabetical for first. Okay, names, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. alphabetical. Yeah. Sorry for being more by luck than design, if I'm honest. But uh, classic, there we classic go. Chris Bratt. <laughs> classic, classic Bratt. If, if it had been my surname, you would have been like right up there at the top. God damn it. With your B. Oh, well, man. you'd have been in the middle, wouldn't you, Chris? Well, okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Between a, a bell well. and a judge. Yeah. I'll, I'll live with this. Yeah. It's fine. I'm sorry. I've already derailed your podcast. We've this is... been minimally derailed. It's not so bad. Um, I asked you before the three of you came in just for a couple of, of your favorite games of the year so we could kind of start off with some of the ones that we know we all really like. Uh, so I'm just going to smash in with one of them that I know that two of you uh, pointed out as a, a real favourite and Overwatch, oh, which oh, we've, just had, just, yeah. we've just had. Yeah. Uh, we just had some awards yeah. in America. Uh, there was a like a anthropomorphized razor. Is that right? No, that only refers yes, to nature, was, doesn't that it? That was odd. Yeah, yeah. That was razor moment. robot man. We're talking about the Jeff Keighley Awards. Right? The Jeff Keighley Awards. The Jeff game Keighley awards. video game pageant. The, yeah. the, <laughs> I would prefer it if it was the video game pageant. Yeah. I absolutely did not see this, and all I'm hearing is anthropomorphized. Razor, Razor. And, and video games pageant. And it, I'm wondering yeah. what the hell is going on. It was it was a special time. Yeah. But, but yes. Overwatch one game of the year was what my point was. Also, so we can, oh there was God. an amazing part of it with Overwatch in the fact that the uh, the game director uh, on Overwatch, and also I think he's the vice president of Blizzard, Jeff Kaplan, 
always introduces himself as like, hi, I'm Jeff off of the Overwatch team. He's like, no, no, you are. Come on, you are the Overwatch team and you're the vice president and you're like very important. Stop being humble you about this. Overwatch. Yeah. He does it every time in all the developer diaries, every time you see him. Oh, it's really nice. And it, it's completely done the trick. That's why I picked that as my game, to be honest. Just it's because, because, of Jeff Kaplan. because of Jeff Kaplan. I just think he's a very nice man. But, uh, but for anyone, I mean, I'm sure that people who listen to this kind of thing probably know what Overwatch is. You've already said it, made by Blizzard. It's not the other games they do, but it's kind of like the other games they do, just from a different perspective, right? That's basically the elevator pitch. Can yeah. we do the games we do, but as a first Yeah, well, it was actually, it was another game for a long time. Project Titan was going to be the next big MMO, we thought, from Blizzard, until it somehow, something terrible happened, and then it became an arena shooter <laughs> with, like, a gorilla in it. <laughs> yeah. <Actually>. Big science <laughs> man gorilla. That's right. Big Harambe. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> How long into the podcast avo- is that? Avoid all memes in, uh, <laughs> in this particular podcast. But, but I, mean, I mean, you know, for, for, for Alicia and Chris then, like, I mean... Do you, is that a game that, you know, when it came out, you just stuck playing regularly because of personal enjoyment or do you play, because it's, it's, it's very much a team-based thing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is for me why I fell off it pretty quickly because I wasn't playing regularly with the same people. Yeah. Uh, even though I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, do you think that that's what's maintained it through the year? People, it's really accessible and it's fun, colourful. Well, yeah. Well, like for IGN, um, we started playing it pretty much actually when it was in beta. It was like my first week on the team. And so at lunch, we all like, everyone else goes into the kitchen and goes really social and the whole IGN team just whack out their headsets and just sit <laughs> at the same desk and we all start gaming. It's great. But um, so we started playing it pretty much immediately. And every single lunch for six months, we've played it. We've not played any other game. And that's been, that's Is that been a really big part of it. a good thing to say with other, you know, with developers and PRs? And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Have you played our game? Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, the it. one yeah. with the bison. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. The, the, the one with the guns. The shooty bands were the Great. thinking man shooter. I really enjoyed that one that came out <laughs> this year. Yeah, but that's that has been a really big part of it. You know, just having, um, you know, I, if if you ever play it by yourself, I don't know if you guys have like you know, when you do the single player, mm. how you find it. But I never enjoy it as much as when I'm with my team mm. and you're going get to the point and like, okay, let's switch it up. We need a healer and like you. <laughs> and is that better when you're sat by them? Presumably, you're sat with them, it's not just yeah. communicating online. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's totally that too. You have like the the spin on the office chair kind of victory dance, which is great. But <laughs> even even when someone's Working like nerds. off working at home and like you're playing through headsets, like it's just the. So if you're working at home and they're having their their overwatch thing you just you, stop what you're doing at home you, you jump in. online you you get right. a whatsapp message saying we're overwatching like right. get on right now you can tell we've got a bit of a problem haven't we <laughs> <laughs> but it's great i, th- I think I th- you know i think that's a problem reflected in many other homes and offices and student halls i guess around the world because it's been pretty popular right it's i mean massive yeah i think they've said 20 million was the last time they mm. they took numbers the blizzard have sort of moved away from from doing that after years of uh yeah, describing World of Warcraft subscription numbers to people. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's interesting you said you played since sort of the beta. I was the same. And I think the, the big appeal to this game for me personally was I always wanted to play Team Fortress 2. I always, that game looks ace and there's a, a lot of comparisons to be made between Overwatch and, and TF2. But I was, I was too late to it. By the time I got there, everyone was like, there was this whole other game on top of it that I just didn't understand with hats, just so many different types of hats. Yeah. And um, yeah, Overwatch is, is, I think I benefited from being there from the start. And like, I care about patch notes, man. Like, you, you, when, like they release patch notes and I, and I read them and I get excited yeah. because like some cooldown has been tweaked slightly. And yeah, um, it is a little bit 
uh, all consuming though. Like I have not played Dishonored 2 this year and it looks really good and everyone says it's great, <laughs> but like Overwatch was just sort of there. Mm. I couldn't, I well, couldn't do anything about it. I think the reason why I love it so much is, is what you're saying about the patch notes, the fact that like, and just the fact that Jeff Kaplan says, oh, you know, I'm from like the Overwatch community. Like it's... Well, he said off he's the off. team. Oh, yeah, no, I, think, I think that might have been, that 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 been slightly more Because I was suddenly endeared to him a lot yeah. more. I was like, all right, I'm Jeff mind, off of Overwatch. That's, that's, why, I, so that's why I hear, but it's, it's almost that. But there's something about that. There's something about the team that makes it. You can tell they bloody love this game and they pour so much into it. And when you talk to like the community managers, they're so... Like, you know, they'll, they'll really take the time to tell you about patch notes. If there's a problem. They really listen to their community. So with Symmetra, who's just been buffed recently, mm. like she got buffed because of loads and loads of feedback from the community and they listen to what they want. And they're like, okay, right. So her turrets, we need more of them. When she first starts off, we're going to give them six instead of three. And we're going to change her shield. And we're going to do this to the teleporter and like loads and loads of tweaks. And then they detail in like a 12 minute video and just like that level of really caring about their fans and creating a game that's just really carefully crafted and really well thought out and clever in its gameplay. Mm -hmm. I, I guess that's something that a lot of teams can't do i'm guessing at blizzard they've got a big overwatch team that mm. just do yeah, it right? it's not like other studios where like that bit breaks off to make that game and then they've done that game and then they get moved around yeah and there's, know, there's some community guy in the middle of it being like oh god there's so much i don't know <laughs> yeah. um yeah, yeah. he's you a foreign post overwatch is a long-term plan right yeah. i mean what we've seen this year as good as it is i'm guessing like it's only gonna get bigger and bigger right it's yeah, not like this, this isn't a game for sequels this is a game for like you know version Absolutely. two version three version yeah. four yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're you're totally right about the the communication. They actually make the rest of Blizzard, which historically has been pretty. Oh god, I'm going to get grief for this. Pretty good at talking to their community. Um, but they Why make would the rest you get grief for that. That's a nice because thing like to say. the Blizzard fans um, have a very special, sometimes quite volatile relationship with that studio when it comes to that. I think. Um, but but the Overwatch team has made the rest of the company look slow and quiet. And that most they made the rest of like um, online multiplayer focus. Game developers look slow and quiet because you, you're right. Like the Symmetra change was was a, a big deal, and part of that was because we had like the game director release a video where they went through like all the changes, like the really minute stuff as well, and addressed what players have been talking about throughout. And that's been there from from the very start. They had one blip, I remember. I think it was at BlizzCon last year's BlizzCon where they, um, they wouldn't quite talk about whether or not they'd ever sell future heroes. I don't know if you remember this. And then they, and they went on to like be like, no, we're never going to do that. Everything's <laughs> right. going to be free, except for like cosmetic stuff. Um, but since that blip, they've just been, yeah, one of the best examples of how you talk to your community who cares about like Symmetra, how many turrets Symmetra starts with. Like that's a, that's a big deal to people. And they understand that, which is sort of why this game has worked and why I think it's going to have like a, a real lifespan to it. They, they've been really good as well, not just communicating, you know, changes like, you know, buffs and debuffs and, and all that kind of stuff, but also embracing the kind of the fun aspects in the community. Mm -hmm. And it has such a big community now that you, you will see people tweeting like, you it's know, made like, for cosplayers. Well, right? yeah, yeah. When, when they're making stuff those like heroes, you know, they're like, right, that's, you know, there's, yeah. there's like beginner like intermediate and advanced level cosplay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> kind of yeah. And like the, but just stuff like you, you know, it's because there's such a huge pool of people playing it that you'll just see someone tweeting like, you know, that face when uh, you're playing Mercy and Genji spams heal. And then it's just mm -hmm. a bunny doing like, I, you know, hands over its eyes thing. And you're like, yes, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you get, you know, the actual Overwatch account sort of, you know, retweeting, you know, 
Hanzo memes mm. and stuff. Like, it, there's really kind of bought into that whole aspect of it as well. Like the really Sonic good. social media account, but yes. slightly less, slightly <laughs> yeah. less twisted. Yeah, yes, I know, yeah, I do, I do enjoy the Sonic account. Um, but I, I think the whole key thing of all of that is that all of this level of community is built on a solidly good game. Yeah, we should probably core. say that as well. Yes, yeah. like yeah. the, the well, actual... yeah, Even in my brief dalliances with it, I have enjoyed. I've enjoyed the moment to moment play. Like even yeah. when I'm getting totally murdered. It's Absolutely. still kind of, you know, it's well, fun with it. Because you can shake it up by having mm. that really clever thing of splitting the heroes into attack, defense, support, and tank. And each plays completely differently, but each is so vital. Like, I don't know if, about you guys, but like before a game like Overwatch, I was kind of a bit like, ah, support, not that fast with it. Yeah. Wouldn't be my <laughs> first choice. I love support. Like I main support on Overwatch. And so that's like healers and stuff. Yeah, like, healers. So like exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like Zenyatta is who I'd main. Right, he's, right. He's just, he can be like quite offensive See, the floating the, same. the floating yes, one yes. This is how you know your stuff Look, like... I kind of know my stuff apart from or I thought I did and then uh, the official Waypoint account tweeted out about pharmacy or pharma mercy and I thought oh, it was oh, yeah, yeah. into a whole other game and I was like <laughs> wait I better just google that oh my god okay. <laughs> so that's like kind of fan fit overwatch fanfic stuff yeah, yeah, almost, that was always going to happen you know yeah. like, like two characters right? yeah, and so they're beautiful children but it is great. It is great. I think how it's just kind of changed mm. how we approach character design and mm. character choice and tactics within games like this. That's been really fascinating. Oh, dude, I thought I'd hate the hero switching as well. Like I, I came, so the, the character design is similar to some of the big MOBAs like Dota 2, League of Legends, like a set core abilities, real flavor to them. And I was used to like having a main in those games that that's all I play. And then the idea of like switching the mid game felt really weird to me. Yeah, like, surely I just want to play the one that I'm best yeah. at. Like a failure almost. Yeah. Like if you're switching, it's like, oh, something's going wrong. Maybe I should switch. But and it ends up being what what makes the game in many ways because it, it like you're always thinking about how to counter other teams. And also when you're getting crushed, it gives you some sense of relief to know that you can try something else. Like yeah. you're not just locked in for like mm. that's the thing that Dota Two gets wrong because the games are so long. And then you're locked, yeah. For if such you're not a long very time. very good and you're against a team that's much better, it feels like you're torturing yourself by the end of it. Twenty five minutes of misery. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and it, th- this this gives you something where you can like, okay, well, I'll try. Some, I can try something else because you don't have to be like the best uh, or the most accurate uh, player or the player the the best reaction speeds. You can just be smart about how you pick characters, and that's like will take you a really long way in that game mm. Mm. I, I really hope it stays that kind of fun and accessible in some as well and you don't get that layer of, like you said the team portrait 2 kind of mm-hmm. like unwritten rules and yeah, kind of I don't gaming because it's already what like 23 heroes now I guess with the, the latest one mm. I, yeah. Sombra yeah. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how, how many heroes until it starts to like Hearthstone's having that problem I think their, their, their card game where mm. you try and get in as a new player now and there's just there's a lot well, they just did a big yeah. update right which mm. yeah. you know I kind of got information about but that's something I think Unless you got in on the kind of the ground floor, you don't, you know, but it's on the 35th floor by now. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I've no idea what happened <laughs> yeah, I, I, in the lift before now. I don't know. Like there's a, there's a good chance they'll, they'll run into that problem because they're going to be adding heroes and new maps for the foreseeable future. Mm. It's, it's a tough one to negotiate. Like there, there are four roles for each character. So I guess you can sort of always break it down into that. And yeah. I guess they can, I mean, there's no reason to right now, but like there's something that has, like League has retired characters and stuff has it in the uh, they, yeah, they did it temporarily or they've done like huge changes to them as well I'm trying to think how many characters League of Legends actually has at the moment it's some ridiculous had about 140 in the summer scary when, number. when oh. I wrote my book about it so I how, should remember yeah. these did you write a book on League of Legends I did I'm not going to plug it here that's awesome <laughs> yeah, but, I mean if you type my guy for League of Legends you'll probably <laughs> I kind of inadvertently have yeah buy my book uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean 
the, the, you know, Overwatch wouldn't be the phenomenon it is unless it played well. Mm. I mean, mm. thinking from that about other shooters, because, we, you know, we just kind of got over the big shooter season, didn't we? Oh, it was With the Titanfall. Full season, and, yeah. And, and, and I, I, never, I didn't actually play Battlefield 1 at all, but I have played COD and I did play Titanfall 2. And I, I really liked what both of them were doing. They're trying to do new things. I mean, do you think it was a good year for shooters? We saw Doom do pretty well. Good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. yeah, really good year for shooters. But considering people say that, that genre is, is stagnant mm. um, and, you know, there aren't enough new ideas. We're playing the same game mm. each year. This, like, just looking at Titanfall 2 and Doom, like, that, that mm. isn't remotely true. I think if Doom, though, had been released around the same time that Titanfall 2 and everything's been released, I don't think Doom would have done that well. Doom was released, yeah. what, in, like, March? And it was in, or around that period. I think it was period. May. May, so. was it May? Yeah, yeah. It mm. was, like, it was around a period where I remember not that much else was coming out. Mm-hmm. So Doom was, like, massive. Whereas Titanfall, it's actually been really innovative in its gameplay. Like, there's that bit where you can uh, there's like a time no spoilers jump. Um, well yeah no no spoilers no, we, I think, I think we no talk spoilers. About, we've written an article on Waypoint um, Patrick Klepek wrote about it I oh nice wrote it yeah I think about, it's specifically on that level, that level it? it's pretty yeah. specific because it is a really clever bit of game design just in shaking up how you do shooting tactics um, and it's just a shame that I feel like Titanfall's been a little bit swallowed amongst all the shooters that have been coming out in the last do you think it will do well you know when people get their vouchers for Christmas or whatever and they're like what am I going to buy yeah. or, or with their new consoles I, you know what am I going to buy now and if they're sensible and they're selling Titanfall 2 for like £30 or something they'll be like yeah that's reviewed well I'm going to get that I think Black Friday actually helped it as well which is uh, like this is the first year I've really felt it in games where Black Friday's had a huge impact on Mm. on sales beforehand Mm, and like Titanfall 2 I think in the UK was something like 20 quid in yeah, they, HMV I, I or something amazing. which is ridiculous I saw some people tweeting it was just a few receipts. weeks after it was out yeah. and yeah. it's like and, okay so right. and then it was knocked down as well loads of people got um, email offers yeah like as well. I, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one I, yeah you wonder kind of what kind of lasting damage that's had because everyone seems to agree that this is one of the most exciting shooters mm. we've mm. seen in, in years and um, yeah yeah I don't know exactly how many people are playing it? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that many. I think it was something like, I, I can't remember the stat exactly, but someone was talking about like, you know, how many people were playing on Steam or something and it was like 10,000 people or something. So that's, that's quite that low, so isn't low. it? Yeah, I guess. That's pretty low. I mean, in my head, that's like a whole, that's, yeah. that's most of Bo- AFC Bournemouth Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think about big numbers like that in terms of football grounds. Yeah. yeah. Like how many people that's are playing good. concurrently? Or how many people are watching you concurrently on a stream or something? If yeah. you see like it's like three, 4,000, you're like, well, that's a, you know, League One kind of good turnout. <laughs> right. 80,000, that's Old Trafford. You know, <laughs> sort of think about it in those terms. It, it was a weird... Because it was, I think it was like, it was Battlefield, Titanfall Cod. Mm. And Battlefield did really well, to be fair to it. Like within, I, I, yeah. Within, given yeah. how badly it set itself up yeah. with some of its marketing. You know, mm. it wasn't a good, weirdly, a good year for shooters, but not the best year for marketing no, of games. quite, yeah. yeah. in some, I mean, I can say anything mm. about Battlefield. I can think Dishonored 2 had a terrible live action trailer as well that didn't really oh, sell yeah, it at all. Yeah, those are always a little... Yeah, yeah live action trailers are always a... To be honest. Yeah. No, no, Sometimes. I suppose they're not, but I... I don't I, know exactly I, who they are for. I, I, they I, as advocates of this medium, of these things that we enjoy so much you know and you want people to play them like if I said oh Dishonored 2 it's great you can kind of be like you know go your own way approach every level the same and I said that to like I don't know a friend of mine who's only just a bit into games he might look at that tra- that advert and go just a bunch of people stabbing each yeah. other with magic isn't it mm. and there is some of that, <laughs> there's, there's, there's some magic that, stabbing yeah. it. it introduces the idea of the clockwork soldiers and it does, the mansion yeah. which is but... the other I guess sort of quarter three quarter four of the year big level like level that everyone was analyzing right the clockwork Absolutely. mansion so we can move from 
Titanfall was brilliant, like you say, time switching level, I suppose, because yeah. I know that uh, dis- I highlighted Dishonored 2 as well, because um, Alice, you yes. said you love oh. it. I've I've really enjoyed, um, I've got to admit, like I played about three hours of that Clockwork Mansion level. Yeah, there was a preview yeah. event, I'm sure that's, yes. so, some people probably went to it. And then I got it home and played up to that point again. And I haven't gone past it again. So I've actually played the Clockwork Mansion three times now. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But it's the best bit, right? I mean, it's really good. I mean, there are some other standout there. levels in there that are just beautiful. It's so beautifully designed as a game. It's so lovely in just the the flow of the levels and the buildings. And it's it's dense, but without being crowded. And it's it's not too big. Um, and it, it was just lovely. I loved it. And there are so many approaches you can take to it because everyone was doing, you know, tweeting and like putting up little clips of them doing cool stuff. Yeah. And then people were saying like, oh, I found a different way through the Clockwork Mansion. And I was like, yeah. I found a way you can get in when he doesn't even know you're there. And so <laughs> it was like, there was a wonderful argument on Twitter that erupted between some some games journalists that yeah. we know, I think, uh, like about whether or not Jindosh would hear the, gla- or his guards would hear the glass breaking. Yes. To go, and someone was like, well, of course he, can't hear it he's like in his laboratory yeah like what about the guards he only knows where you are if you're treading on the if you're pressing the switches that was great i love it when journalists go after journalists Mm -hmm. it's great in a friendly way (laughs) yeah like we don't you know did you did you guys see that video uh that was doing the rounds of it was like 80 ways to kill kieran jindosh and it's like it's like a 15 minute video set to the most glorious classical music <laughs> and it's perfectly edited and it's literally just there's you know the, the first kill is uh as Kieran Jindal says like come find me in my laboratory you can freeze time blitz through like a wall of light bash through loads of doors like keep teleporting and freezing and basically get him as he's walking across the bridge yeah. blitz over to the other side pull the lever and then he just falls down <laughs> immediately so it's like he's like just like the level of creativity yeah. and the way you can but you couldn't do that I'm getting, is, uh, is there a new game plus in Dishonored 2 then you can go back with all your fancy uh, abilities there isn't yet but I think it's right. something that works because I mean there's, you know when I got to him certainly I mean when we did it in preview we had a lot of powers unlocked and that yeah. was cool yeah. like going through myself like now at home like I've got like you know the shadowy walk and the and the pouncy one what's it called <laughs> pounce you know powers. I wish it was called pounce Bound. Far reach. Far reach. Far reach. Bound. Like bound. bound. Could mean two things, couldn't it? Yeah. You jump very far or you, you know, tie someone up. Well, how, how long, how much were you playing it in terms of like going and looking for the runes? Like how, did um, you kind I, of... I haven't much at home, but I know obviously that's the way to yeah. unlock all yeah. your powers. Because if, yeah. if you like go out and use the heart and you like... You yeah. yourself up. Absolutely. Because yeah. there's that bit before you get to Clockwork Mansion, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite, it's quite big and open. Yeah. And like, I just sort of looked at that and went... I haven't got time for all this. I know I want to. There's like, there's like immediately like 18 different things come up. You pull out the heart. It's like, um, I'm just not going to look at that again. And the heart's always yabbering away, talking about disease. I love love her. So in terms of 2016, like standout game characters, you love a vital organ. Yes. I love the disembodied magic, invisible heart of my dead mother slash lover, depending on who you pick. (laughs) The games are very weird. But that, that, that video they mentioned is like, the appeal of this game. That's the best way to sell it to someone, yeah, right? right? Like you, there's an objective and there's 80 different ridiculous ways so to try and accomplish it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's another freelance game journalist who was like, look, you can put a mine on a dis- dismembered head, like a dis- disembodied dis- dis- head and then throw it. And then you have a grenade. <laughs> oh my God. Someone's head. I just love the fact that she's got, um, like, do we all play as Emily to start with? Yeah. Pretty much. Because we have Corbo. Because she's so game, slinky. Right? She's very slinky. Um, you know, when she has the domino thing and obviously, yes. you know, but you can do it with your own doppelgangers. Yes, I, lo- I love that kind of little thing because like, 
like you were kind of, you know, it's what you're getting at. They don't tell you you can do this stuff. There's not like a big tutorial. There's like, mm. you know, you can link people. Well, that's good. It doesn't ever tell you you can link your own doppelganger, does it? Yeah. So you can just do that from afar it. and then kill the doppelganger. That's great. What, what is the domino effect or skill or ability? Because I've heard a lot of people rave about it, it for this great. game. The domino, domino links, I think up to four you can do, is Yeah, it? you level up and you can link. Yeah. You can link people together. Okay. And then if you were to knock one of them out, all four would be knocked out. Right. So you put one to sleep, they all go to sleep. If you stab one through the neck, they all die. Okay, right. So people have found ways to try and like accomplish weird stuff. Yeah, with yeah. but like what you can do, you know, if you get it from afar, you can see the guard over there, he's got his back turned, whatever. You can link via Domino to your own doppelganger that you can create as Emily. And then it's like, like push him off a you ledge You were someone else in the vice office then when you said that. I know. <laughs> so right, I'll go over there with it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah, all those, and then you can you can use one of your other powers to throw your doppelganger into the sea, oh, and then they'll okay. all drown. This, you... Okay, this just sounds like a game full of systems to like yeah. muck around like with. One, yeah. I saw someone a common put was, but they figured out that they could survive really high falls if they cast a doppelganger at the bottom and then yeah. killed themselves. Oh my god. At the bottom. on top of their doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. It's amazing. To break their fall. And there's so many little details in it that, that they just get right that are really good that I noticed. Like if you, there was one bit where I was looking at two guards and I was like, right, I'll take that one out first and then kill that one because they weren't, like you won't know. But they were having a conversation and I took out the first guard mid-sentence and then the other one was like, what the fuck? Like turned around mm. because his friend had stopped talking. I was like, that's Awesome. Excellent. Video games. Stop yeah. trying to be smarter than me. Yeah. They used That's to be the time really where... clever because normally in video games you can take one out and the NPCs would just be like, oh, well, Bob's. <laughs> 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 he decided to stop around. talking. I'm just going to carry on looking out into the middle distance. Just stuff like that. And then they have that high chaos, low chaos system where if you kill people, the game kind of gets harder in a way. Because, you know, the, it's... Um, the first one had the rats in The first one, the more carnage you yeah. caused, the city became more... Horrible. Yeah, yeah the sickness so spread. This had this has um, blood flies, which are yes, horrible. Yes, which are blood flies. Yeah. Yes, they're like big, horrible mosquitoes. Okay. That will attack that you. go into your intestines and lay eggs and oh, blood God. flies burst out of you. Okay, and, all right. So you get more <laughs> of those. This, this, game, this is the same game that Alice said was lovely. It yeah, is, though. There's a, there's a beautiful mission set in, like, it's basically a, an empty natural history museum with okay, giant, that's... like, stuffed birds that you can jump around on and stuff. It's great. It's uh, lovely. Fair enough. And hasn't, again, no swords, hasn't that, this one too, also got a time... Jump time yes, jumping. they showed a bit of that off Stage. in preview stuff. Right, so there's, right, right. there's a so mansion. And Titanfall too. Basically got the same idea. Yeah, yeah. weirdly. But they both, mm. you know, they were both in development at exactly the same yeah. time. So it's not a case of like either one copying. It was just sheer coincidence. Harvey Smith on the phone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Whoever it is over the other place. But the the I, it's another thing I noticed because I did a couple of different playthroughs and I'll probably do more. Mm. But I did a high chaos one and a low chaos one and Diff- little things were different. So in the in the low chaos one where I hadn't killed anyone and everything was fine and I was just incapacitating people, I walked past some dock workers and they, and they were just having a conversation. One that was like, I'm really sorry, the shipment's late. I'll get it tonight. I promise. And they were like, cool. And the high chaos one, I walked past and they started battering each other with like, bits of pipe. And I was like, this is awesome. That's cool. That's the malaise I mean, got to them well, from yeah. a conceptual point of view, it's awesome. It's not yeah. awesome that they're battering each other. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they are fictional. Actually, yeah. a world where you feel like you're having an impact on it. Mm. That's, yeah, that's great. I, I keep seeing, um, do you guys know uh, Tom Francis, developer of Gunpoint? Yeah. So he's he's made a game like uh, that's all about its systems. It's like you play, it's like a 2D sort of puzzle game where you play as like Inspector Gadget. 
breaking into <laughs> buildings. I, if he hears that, he's going to be so pissed <laughs> off. But like, he's he's made a game all about systems, and like, I he's supposed to be making another one right now. But I'm convinced all he's done is play Dishonored Two and like shared gifts of like weird stuff he's done with these abilities, which like says a lot mm. about it. Is it a game designer's game? I, hate, I used to hate it when like, doing music back when people say, oh, that's an artist's album or a musician's album, you know, like, you know, filmmakers, film, whatever. Does, does Dishonored 2, do you think it appeals to other game makers because it encourages you to try to break it? I think so. I think that, yeah. Like, yeah. that part is probably the, the most important part. It appeals to people that want to try and, yeah, muck around Find with this stuff and actually no see exactly gone. how far they can take it because mm. um, you know like games have taught us to like set realistic expectations for how these these systems and these uh, abilities can work and exactly how much impact you can have on our world um so when when one actually goes a little bit further it's exciting mm. i think that, that sounds like like i think that the Clockwork Mansion is a really perfect example of that. Of it totally encourages you to literally fall through the cracks. And as like levels, I like that. Are that's, a, that's, that's a box quote, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Take that one. Um, but I, I know I really love that because you can totally be a fairly you know casual game. You just enjoy adventure games, and you thought you you know you just want to approach this as a standard, almost fable. Like I'm going to play this nicely, not killing anyone or killing loads of people. You could literally play it as a straight up shooter. You don't even need to get the powers. You know, like there are so well, many different ways. You get the option. You don't have to take any powers. You don't have to take the powers. You can just go through. Or you can push the boundaries. You can look for every single bone charm, every single rune. You can fall through the cracks. You can eavesdrop on like um, NPC conversations. There's so much freedom here. It's very much a game developer's game, but I would argue that it, it doesn't put off or kind of alienate people who are fairly kind of new to gaming. It's, it's a really, really nice middle of the road. And there's a lot of sneaking in it, which is nice yeah. to say. Because Watch Dogs 2 had... I, I sensed a segue a there. Bit of sneaking in it. Yeah, you can good. see my emboldened uh, <laughs> thing over here. But Watch Dogs, I mean, you know, Watch Dogs 2 came out at arguably not a great time either. Amongst yeah. all these other big kind of, you know, AAA pre-Christmas uh, games. And, oh God, you've both written articles about how much you like the we freaking... We basically wrote the, the same article, Alice. The yeah. cool hipster uh, hacker people. people did. The, the hipster hackers. So yeah. I know where this conversation's going. Well, well, it's, it's, what, was, what I found, what I liked about that, I, I had just come off the back of finishing persona 4 i was playing on my vita as i went around and i kind of semi fell in love with that kind of group of weird misfit children yeah none of them fitted together and they just kind of got on with things and watchdogs 2 was kind of the same immediately like you know what how are you ever friends but you know because they're all so different from one another but there was a real believable chemistry about them like you did feel that they'd seen some shit in their time and you know it had it had you know formed the bonds and stuff and when you as what's his name i've forgotten the, the, the main guy's name <laughs> now um the main guy you know when your character kind of becomes part of them like to start with i was like there's no way he's gonna get on with them straight away but i don't know maybe they were talking before because you start the game with him doing like a initiation yeah they're like basically trying to yeah how good um, is this guy how good is he it turns out he's very good it does yeah. uh, with a billiard ball uh, yeah. which I try not to use. Which is the, the ultimate type the, of hacking. The, the really, ultimate, the it, ultimate hacking, hitting someone with a Hacking someone's brain, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, mean, it, I think that's that game is about as close to a real world, open world as anyone's got since GTA V, isn't it? In terms of its level of detail, the stuff that's in it, without it feeling forced, it kind of feels a little, It feels like it goes about its business without you. Yeah. A bit like yeah. kind of. Um, I mean, it does. It's obviously it's it's lacks a little bit of the same polish that you're oh, getting. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it does, yeah, because I went on holiday to San Francisco. Um, Deliberately, because you knew what shock was coming <laughs> out? And uh, and so I could be like, yeah, it really feels like San Francisco. <laughs> it's really like but this does it? Yeah, like there are recognizable bits. I'm sure if you live actually live in San Francisco, you go, yeah, it's fine. Literally but, everyone does this at E3 after having played Grand Theft Auto as well. They're like, oh God, yeah, they just got it so right, didn't they? This pier yeah, looks exactly. just like the pier. Yeah. That Lombard Street is really twisty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, it was a really kind of fun, like vibrant mm. city. And it was such a nice... Um, departure from Watch Dogs, the first Watch Dogs. Which was kind of miserable. Which was miserable and great. And then Aiden Pierce was just not a charismatic front man. Literally the game. most charismatic thing about that man was his coat. Yeah, exactly. Like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. His coat was the thing that people remember about him. When and, your coat defines you yeah. as yeah. a character, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, problematic. It's not a great thing. Because he, his motivation was like, I think it was like my nephew got hurt, mm-hmm. but because he was robbing a bank yeah. And not for any like altruistic reason. He just wanted to rob a bank. Um, but the group in Watch Dogs 2 are very much they're kind of like varied and vibrant and they're the, you know, young and kind of angry and feel mm. disenfranchised in different ways and stuff. I don't quite know why some of the time. Yeah. You know, they're finding their 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 anarchic purpose. Are they actually yeah. so like I know the answer. Well, I know your answers to, to this. Are they actually <laughs> likable? Because I haven't played Watch Dogs 2 and two things put me off the game. First the the prequel to it, I yeah. just, I found really bland. And second, like some of the, the promotional material, th- those guys just rubbed me the wrong way. It was a bit like, yeah. oh, hack the world. Like this is what a game developer sitting in some plush studio thinks anonymous is. Like I, 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 I was worried that I would just bounce off it, but apparently you guys. No, I, yeah. I, I thought the same. Like, well, I, 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 yeah, I, <laughs> I, I resisted. Like, in love with them. You know, we, we all, you know, we all get this kind of like, do you want to come play a bit of this game? Yeah. And I was like, not really. Because I saw it and I was really like, these guys are going to be terrible wanks, mm-hmm. aren't they? I'm going to hate them. I've seen the trailer, but yep. they actually are really quite charming. Because the trade, I don't, I still quite don't quite get the angle they took with the marketing. Because it was very kind of like, yeah, this is like GTA with hacking. This guy, look, this is ramping a car and a motorbike. Uh, and and they're kind of not like, like in the game. It's still hilarious. You can hack a car. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's you know, that's amazing. It's great. Make car go backwards. Um, but it's, it's like in, like in the trailers, it implies that they, yeah, they've set up in like an abandoned building and stuff. They live, they, their, their base is in like the basement of a Dungeons and Dragons shop. Like <laughs> a board game awesome. shop. <laughs> it's probably awesome. They're, they're, I, I love that. The first, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I had been told that, but when you yeah, when you first go in there and you can have a little conversation with someone yeah. about like imported German board games, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh my god, this guy's a total. They're like geeking out about like <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're weird adorable ass nerds. German Golden Road or something. I can't yeah, I'm making stuff up. I think it's based on a real thing. Am I right in thinking everyone's favorite is the the guy with the mask that does wrench like, yeah. emojis? Yeah. Once again, I say that aloud. My, I, I've hurt my He's heart got, with that sentence in, conceptually it so bad. <laughs> he is the wankiest but yeah. he is like and they kind of are a bit but in sort of an adorable way okay. because it's like Wrench is basically what like a guy that likes emojis but also red watchdogs would <laughs> make a mask like that's right. his mask you know okay. um, and they are they're just kind of lovely and they're all it's nice because they're all friends and they all look out for each other and they're like well no we're going to do this because you need this thing done so we're going to do it for you kind of thing oh. it's really sweet it does, get, it does get a bit grim we should it say well, you know, yeah, I mean, it does you know, a bit it is Watch Dogs it gets a bit when you're nasty, battering people yeah. with a billiard ball which I, I try this is the thing as well because <laughs> I kind of feel like the canon way is non-lethal mm-hmm. that you just you hack the system and I've accidentally killed people by you know gleefully starting cars yeah <laughs> And stuff, and they've run over, yeah. you know, 
Um, a couple on because the way to a lovely date. You're a monster. <laughs> with a micro or something. But it feels like that, you know, because part of your, like Marcus, the main character's part of his thing is like he was unfairly profiled as a criminal. So yep. it seems a bit weird that he would then be like, I will now commit crime. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's 3D weird. print a rifle. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of feel like that the canon way of doing it is non-lethal. And they kind of wanted to be non-lethal. But, but, then, but then they were Grand like... Grand Theft Auto yeah, was a thing. And yeah. yeah. You can't really make an open world game without trying to appeal to that audience, it seems. Exactly, because they're yeah. so expensive and massive. Um you kind of, yeah, I feel like that. I, I got the sense that the billiard ball was like, this would be an edgy thing that would happen in Grand Theft Auto, you guys. kind of makes sense in that kind of homemade silliness, like, oh, that's not actually going to work. Oh, that's quite effective, actually. Mm. You know, and yeah, you, but you're talking about a bunch of like people in, in the basement of a Dungeon and yeah. Dragon yeah. shop yeah. Which who is want why, to help each other out. The real guns feel so, like you say, out of place. The only reason I th- I've ever had to pull one out is because when the police or whoever pull their guns on you in that game, that you know okay. you you die very quickly you know unless you you know you can, at that point it's just like no i'm gonna have to shoot you back i'm really sorry <laughs> oh, so you can't hack is. the guns yeah well they, that'd be of... good but i would always i always i don't think i've used my gun in it once oh i did use it once because i needed to, to go out for dinner with my husband and his friend and i was like i just need to okay but i need to get to the same point <laughs> I so i had to kill a bunch I'm of doing people <laughs> to accommodate this dinner darling <laughs> that's amazing yeah, I've slaughtered eight innocent people just so we can go out for. Yeah. What did you go out for? Uh, Indian. Oh, it's probably worth it. It's probably worth it. Okay, yeah, yeah. good. good. It's worth um, it then. So I did feel like, yeah, the guns were kind of maybe the devs didn't want them in there, but kind of felt they had to have. Yeah, them. felt, felt, felt it, the pressure. It's a bit weird because you can like you can do stuff like you know track down a serial killer, but like kill you know people yeah. on the way to yeah, doing exactly. that. So. Become a serial killer on the way. I'm just a really bad driver, so I apologise to... I mean, not in real life, in games. Do they not do the whole, like, oh, but when you run people over, it just pushes them to the side? No, no, <laughs> which I have seen in Final Fantasy XV, actually, in a wonderful well, like, glitch mm. video where the car comes past at the start and, and then just Ignis just pushes Ignis <laughs> up yeah. the road. Amazing. Nice. Um, hey, let's transition to that game. We like Watch Dogs 2, though. I like Watch yes, Dogs 2. Yes, I like too, Watch but, Dogs but, you know, Final Fantasy XV, long, long development, mm. as we all know. Started mm-hmm. as other games, started with other characters, or characters have been through various... Uh, uh, changes all over uh, across the years, but I, I sort of move on to you know games that we weren't expecting to be all that good. Which I think Watch Dogs Two probably Watch is probably yeah, the Watch best example. Um, yeah. I think Final Fantasy Fifteen. I don't think anyone thought that would be as good as it is, and it's got problems. I'm not going to yeah. lie. You know, I'm I'm still playing it right now. You know, the, the first time Cindy popped up in it, and my wife is sat next to me, and I'm just yeah, like, that's what it is. "Cover your eyes, love. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is not for you." Yeah, but it, you know, made me feel. I, I think I'll probably tweet this like genuinely embarrassed for games, and it's not something you can just say, "Whoa, that's Japan. They do something like that sometimes." It was just, you know, they're, they're just little annoyances in that game that that spoil it for me. I mean, anyone else been enjoying that? I yeah, I, I, it was definitely surprising. Um, I. I think the game. I don't think the game is 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 perfect from what I what I've played other um, by any stretch. Although Final Fantasy games often often struggle to to reach that. They're they're incredible in 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 a bunch of different ways, and then there always seems to be something holding each one back. Like if you look at the thirteen trilogy, it is so different to fifteen. Like in thirteen, the characters were unlikable. It was to begin with very very linear, and then you play fifteen, and you start out in the open world in a car with this like ridiculous looking like boy band everyone calls them a boy band yeah. I'm sorry they just are a group of characters that it is a delight listening to them talk to each other and like be friends around each other I'm a bit other. bored of hearing 
Gladdy boy, tell me to take off my jacket though. Oh um, yeah, but that's his thing. He's got he's got his own shit going on. Take like, off he's, your jacket. He's like he realizes he's in a very camp boy band, and he's just trying to like he's just trying to process that at the moment. Or maybe he's just concerned that his friend's going to become iconic for his jacket as a yeah, game character, well, and he doesn't oh, want yeah. that fate to fall oh, him. He knows. Like, you don't yeah. want to be an Aiden Pierce. <laughs> Get that jacket off. <laughs> Well, a lot of games have you know come and gone during the development of that game. So yeah, he's he's seen a yeah. few jackets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. not least of all jacket, of course, from the uh, popular Hotline Miami. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's he's wary that his his prince and his pal is gonna face the same thing. There's the, the, those two things. It gets it gets so right, like plunking you in the middle of an open world and letting you do whatever you want, sort of putting gameplay first, and actually having these characters that are. Do you guys play 13 at all? Um, I finished I it. Just, I just, I sins. started it. Yeah, exactly. I got really bored. Yeah, and uh, like a huge part of that was that the the characters were just not fun to be around. Whereas this this get gets that right. However, I think it, it like you can tell it's had a very weird, messy development. It yeah. reminds me a little bit of Metal Gear Solid Five in in the fact that you can just sort of you can see that it's it's unfinished. Like the the fact that really you have to watch the accompanying. Kingsglaive movie to like get a good handle on the story. Have you had the pleasure? I haven't, although I've like. Oh, I watched. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the fact that Aaron Paul is is in that and really into it. <laughs> I just I will at some it's point really watch weird. it. That what's her name? You know who plays Cersei in Game of Thrones? Yeah. is is like little girl She's effectively. Luna, right? yeah, yeah, Luna Frey. So this is yeah. Well, actually, I won't get into into spoiler territory, but the sort of the 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 big payoff that you'd sort of want from the storyline doesn't it? Doesn't sound like it's there. It doesn't sound like they. As, as terrible as it sounds, quite had the time to do it. Maybe another ten years. In terms of the game, um, yeah. yeah, like yeah. and like, uh, yeah, like a huge part of Final Fantasy is always the overarching storyline. Like it's always really confusing and messy to get uh, into place. But that is the draw as well. Like the the ridiculous, super Japanese, wonderful, uh, fantastical, like will they create each time is is a huge part of why people adore this series. And I'm not sure. It's got the overarching story this time, but it's got the characters. Is yeah, that, I, like, I mean, I've I've read ahead a little bit, as as I'm sure we all do on occasions, and I'm not as far into the game as my brain is in terms of knowing what happens. Okay. And yeah, you know, because because you read things, don't you? And people want to do their little uh, opinion pieces and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it I think it peters uh, out the, a little bit. The, the 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 problem of being an editor here, you have to read <laughs> <laughs> someone's read opinion them. on a game you haven't I, finished. I, yeah, yet. yeah, you do spoil. We all do that, don't we? We all spoil games for ourselves. It's a it's I a terrible know. sin. Apart from the small things, but on on that topic though, in terms of a game that I know didn't, I don't think any of us spoiled because it was inside because we didn't. None, none of us played it right until it just uh, came out. Oh yeah, I yeah, play, yeah. Played it when it played it when it came out. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah. it wasn't like something like "Come and see our game." It was just like, "Here's the game." Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Which was so good. So that was one of my big surprises. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, but see, that is interesting because it has been divisive. It's the same on our team at IGN. Like half of us love it, and half of us are like, "It's pretentious." What was the point? Like, <laughs> they just really didn't like it. I I did like it. Like I liked the design of it. I think it looked really good, and I liked a lot of the mechanics and stuff in it. But I think the problem for me, like uh, two of the guys in our office played it and really really loved it, and especially hyped. Video gamer gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah. So Thomas Ori. Oh, I mean, I know that you know a you know a site is not. It's after it, burn, it's, burns it's, left, it's, and we were suddenly tough. allowed to give tens to things. Tens, <laughs> ten out of ten. Um, so Thomas Ori, my editor, gave it a ten out of ten, and then uh, Dave, our deputy editor, played it and loved it as well. And they both hyped up uh, the ending to me, and were like, "Oh, it's amazing! Like, there's a bit after, and it's just so good." And and I played it, and I was like, 
Is it? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of the ending. I mean, I, I totally don't want to get into spoiler territory. Yeah, exactly. I saw an IGN but. article months ago that was about nine or ten different people offering their theories, their theories on what the on ending it. was. There are some crazy theories of just what the game is. I went on a massive Reddit thread and um, was looking at, like someone thought it was an allegory for cancer and the boy is a white blood cell traveling through the body. That's, like, you know, like... like a theory. <laughs> level, proper, proper going deep. But, but it's... I don't know, it inspires that kind of conversation, doesn't it? Of, you know, and, yeah. and that's what I really like about it, that everyone comes away from it with a completely different take on what it could be. But just if you strip it all back and just look at it as a game where which tells you to keep going right until the game says stop, the way Apart that you do that it is bit fun. with the dogs. That bit with that, that's you, know, the thing. you go left then and, and then, then right. right. And then right, right and then to avoid yeah. them. But that's the thing. That's that's what I, you know, procedurally, Spoilers. the procedural animation on it is gorgeous so when the yes. boy trips and falls, it reminds me actually of the last well the last garden reminds me of inside in that sense you know when the last gun you can kind yeah. of run the little boy up to it she goes whoa yeah I can it totally all kind of feels that. quite natural yeah absolutely and, and like for something that's you know quite two-dimensional I think that's really really beautifully mm. done and the the puzzles there's, there's there's genuine points where the game has designed it so perfectly that if you stop running or like take your finger off the the controls for a single second you're going to get eaten and it literally goes down to the white and your your stomach is just in your mouth and the underwater creature the underwater creature is uh, one of the most I, terrifying things i just I've ever i just come put my <laughs> pad down and, and walked out the room i couldn't do it when it i first a- saw it and I, oh, it was horrible hair mm. hair and teeth although well the teeth were implied i think in my head <laughs> You know, but, but I'm just thinking hair and teeth. Like, there's so much hair and, oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Sounds great, you guys. She's like mental troll doll. Like, right. troll doll of your world. Yeah, right. So, yeah, there, there's a... You meet all, you know, you meet various things through the... You know, it's a nice short game. It's, it's, you know, you complete it in a couple of hours. Yeah, it's an afternoon. I think it does really well at introducing the different thing. Like, if you do this, this will happen. Like, yeah. the different mechanics and stuff. It introduces them really well. And so you know how to deal with you sort of know ish how to deal with a problem yeah. but you have to yeah. discover but like, like Limbo before of course same developer played yeah. it you know when you get something wrong the game doesn't go like you know oh well you know keep trying it just sort of says you're dead yeah and then, then keep trying but like, you're dead Horrib- you're horribly yeah, horribly dead yeah. you've been yeah pulled apart into yeah. several pieces but yeah there's a because I was we were talking um, the, the US Waypoint guys and I about horror games this year and I, uh. I'm not sure there really have been any outstanding no. horror games but inside like mm. is the game that just, just that creature underwater and just the kind of the the real like the kind of you know the, the you know the kind of humanoid shapes that follow you around in it and what the what are they meant to be and like the way it's you control them it's it's quite creepy yeah it's really unsettling real kind of like tingly skin kind of nastiness i tell you what i really didn't like as well is the noise that happens when you the boy falls or jumps off a height mm. there's this horrible kind of and he buckles a bit and there's a horrible kind of clack noise that just made me feel like his shins were being Ooh. driven into his knees it, it just really made me uncomfortable so when you get to my age you know your joints crack all the time <laughs> you walk around, well, we just walk around house, jumping off going make. up the stairs um i mean inside you know sort of go loop back to the keely uh what do we call it earlier on <laughs> keely video game pageant the keely pageant it's um, where all the the video games put on their their nice dresses they all get and they're presented rosette. yeah, yeah. like a, um, a inside, inside one best indie game i mean you know yeah. for, mm. for, for for what it's worth i think there's been quite a good 
number of interesting independent video games this year you know in terms of outside of that you know big you know let's say you get a new console for christmas this year and you know it comes with the call of duty or you buy your fifas or whatever but i want to explore these smaller games i've read so much about on sites such as ign eurogamer and video gamer (laughs) you know what's been good for you guys this year what what kind of from the independent realm has stood out uh the flame and the flood okay oh that's that's the one where you go around on a raft with your dog right yeah is it? I I played it briefly and, and struggled with the, the controls a little bit, but I hear there's there's a lot more to it. Than yeah, that. there's a lot of. I lasted for four days, really? died, died horribly, <laughs> eaten by wolves. Oh no! And um, didn't go back. So yeah, the the game is uh, it's I guess for want of a better term, procedurally generated. So it's different every time you play it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a survival game. So you, the game is to survive as long as you can in this kind of post-apocalyptic flooded world why do you need to get off the raft because like that you so that, that's how you you want to get as far as possible right yeah like, so you, you need to get supplies yeah like so, yeah. so you like start off with it's, it's like almost survival, nothing yeah survival game yeah so like meters to think about like yeah so you've got sleep. hunger uh kind of like warmth okay, as well right. okay. um, and you get wet don't you, you get, get wet, wet and you dry off so you need to so you go down this river uh and you can stop off at different places so someone that has a fire uh, someone that has different resources for you to collect and craft different things and craft yourself nicer clothes and things like that. And then it, the game gradually introduces more hazards. Mm-hmm. Um, so animals that will attack you, but you can build traps to try and lure them into traps and things. You can get sick. Does, uh, your, but you can does make your dog ever get a little bit sad because it's it's cold or wet or hungry? Because if that's the case, then th- you don't need a meter that's <laughs> telling me to get off the raft that would be like the, um, the driving force behind it possibly the dog, the dog you can being bothered but it's a no. dog in a video game surely they like abuse it to like make you feel well, it carries like stuff for you that's how dogs work in games and then you you can upgrade your raft so it has like a little a little kind of um stove on it or like a heater on okay. it and this kind of stuff but the the thing i like about it which is a little bit different to other survival things like uh, Don't Starve and stuff mm-hmm. is that you have to keep moving. So if you find a safe place, you have to leave it eventually. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Like you just have to keep going down the yeah, road. Yeah, rather than like a base building kind of yeah. mechanic, it's 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 always pushing forward. Day to day. Like, encouraged to go to, there's a radio signal or something. Yeah, there right? are little yeah. sort of things mm. that you Trying to go down river. push towards. I like that idea. It's also more realistic in that way. You know, they they say that if the apocalypse ever hits, your your contingency plan should be to constantly be moving because that's Mm. the safer thing to do is as soon as you buckle down, you're opening yourself up to other people to kind of steamroll over you. So it's a smart plan. And I guess it it also keeps the the sense of survival very present. Like uh, Don't Starve or like even like a game like Minecraft to an extent, that seems like the, the start of the game and the like a few hours in are very different once you've got your kind of basic setup yeah. and you can you can be self-sufficient so you, you you lose the panic right yeah you never really in the flame of the flood you never really get to a point where you feel safe i don't think because even if you are you're doing all right you've got like some rab cooked rabbit whatever in your Smashing. backpack and you, you're like yeah this is I'm, I'm a pretty good point you can then you know get you know bitten and then you get like septicemia well not septicemia but you become poisoned basically and the wound goes all horrible and then you get sick, but then you, you need to get some antibiotics, but you don't have the stuff to make it. And stuff. so oh, it man. can all sort of turn on a dime. What does the dog do? I feel like we haven't addressed the dog situation in this. <laughs> dog carries stuff for you. It's just like a nice little companion. Oh, I just don't like, there's no emotional kind of like 
Can he do tricks? Kind of... Can he roll over? And if you go Excellent bang, bang, question. bang, does he like lie down as if he's dead? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry the dog isn't good enough. You know? <laughs> I, I've, just, I've played like about an hour of The Last Guardian so far and that is basically it's a game a dog, about though, going around it? with your big dog, Mike. It's, dog. it's a big dog. It's a cat slash rat bird It's a cat It's more of a cat. I know, it's it's definitely more feline as well. I just find it really funny to call it a big dog because it winds literally everyone up. The Last Guardian though definitely falls under that category of... I don't think any of us were We were all surprised it even came out. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I was, but it's very good, isn't it? Yeah, fully I, expecting yeah. it. Is it? I've had really mixed reviews. I've not played it yet, but I've definitely, I've seen people who've raved about mm-hmm. it and thought it was amazing. I've seen others who've just been, if this game came out five years ago, would have been great, but the industry's moved on. You can tell it's been in development for a long while. Mm. And people feel I don't think that holds cool. it back though, because it's got, I don't think, you know, the aesthetic is very singular anyway. I don't think it, it's worried about that that the model of the game isn't dated uh the only things that do let it down which everyone will comment on are you know some of the more um like like you know where the camera can swing around to sure. sometimes yeah, just yeah. like final yeah, fantasy it has framework issues as well yeah, but I, yeah it, it, but i i'm i'm from one of the sites that went big on the like yeah, yeah it got an essential that you're a gamer and it, it did it's yeah. a great review as well by it's the way Tomlin, though is it? he's such a I can't stand that man. Yeah. He's, he, he just makes you think you should just not do It's a, it's a very good piece of yeah, and, critical and writing. One of the things I, I, I really liked about that game is why I kept asking you about the dog in the Flame and the Flood, I guess, is yeah. because that game is, um, yeah, to, to me, it's not really about the the aesthetic or the how technically competent it is. It's, it's all about, like, looking at that big dog's face, Mike. <laughs> it's glistening eyes. <laughs> and trying to, like... What, do you, what are you thinking right now? Like, why are you not doing what I want you to yeah. do? Are you a bit mad at me? Because we had that whole thing in the cave at the start and I'm still not sure where we're at. Like, it's one of the, the best examples of a game that makes you actually think about a character, not in terms of like, why isn't the AI doing something here? But like, why isn't this big creature that doesn't fully uh. understand what I am, just as I don't understand how it works? Like... What what is it struggling with here? Um, so you're the one at fault, yeah, not like the, the compute, not the game. This yeah, is yeah. the thi- this yeah. is the thing that I've seen the division on. And, yeah, and I think if, the- if you buy into that, I think people really like it. And if you if you just go, well, this is like the AI is just like yeah. not playing ball here because I've seen yeah I've as seen- dogs do because dogs like to play with do- <laughs> balls this and it's I, a big dog. Seen- yeah, I think that is the the difference definitely. It's people saying the control system doesn't work and it's very frustrating. And then it's people saying, no, it's meant to be like that because it is, it's like, it's an animal that you're trying to get to do yeah. stuff. I mean, I got wound up um, playing it at preview when I was trying to jump off a, a crumbling bridge ledge thing mm-hmm. and uh, Trico, Trico, yeah, how are you saying? Right? Yeah, it's going to catch treacle you. Treacle, the big dog. Treacle, Treacle the dog. <laughs> I'll start now, I'll start now. And, uh, you know, so like three or four times I jumped off at what I assume was the right time and his tail swings down. I miss it. Right, okay. Miss it, miss it. And it just made me think, if that was maybe a game that came that development started three or four years ago maybe by a slightly bigger team or a team less directed by one kind of person they'd probably have a prompt in there mm-hmm. or an option to have a prompt yeah. or like, you know it'd have more kind of quick timey things in there that it doesn't i quite like you know that's in keeping with colossus and and uh, eco before it but yeah I, I can totally understand how that game will frustrate people yeah i also wonder uh the difference it makes depending on what kind of relationship you had with those two games that preceded it as well. Mm. I, I played Shadow of the Colossus, but real, real late. So I don't have the same kind of, I think it's an, a fantastic game, but I don't have any sense of nostalgia towards but it. But you can still play that today. And like the, when people talk oh, yeah, about like the, it the, absolutely you know, holds up. And is, the, yeah. the visuals don't matter because you, you invest in the sure. world. Everything is consistent. I say the same with The Last Guardian. You know, if you look at it closely, you're like, 
that doesn't look like right. a 2016 game, but I mean, the, the, the beast, the dog, if you will, mm-hmm. does, I think, look amazing yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, the way his, his feathers uh, blow in the wind so beautifully. Well, uh, yeah, I know um, some, I think the Digital Foundry guys at Eurogamer are doing a piece at the moment looking at like what that game looked like in 2009 when they right. they showed it off then compared to uh, 2016. And it is it is remarkable. It definitely has come on a long way. I mean, it moved. I mean, you know, I think Mark Cerny came in and, and it got cancelled, like, like actually cancelled at some point it during that. Onto PS4, so they had the architect yeah. of the PS4 come in and help them move that game to the PS4. I mean, and that's why NAC Two is happening. That was the trade, that's I reckon. <laughs> it's like I'll sort out the Last Guardian, and now we're going to have a NAC Two. I, I know no one wants it, but thing. listen, because NAC Two was just yeah. kind of a, it was almost a, a little joke that people yeah. say like pre prediction NAC Two. And that's the reaction at PSX as well because I was watching that stream and like you know people were going woo yeah for loads of things then like knack 2 plays out and the crowd's like oh i love what? it <laughs> nothing at all i'm i'm so excited for that game now though in a sort of a weird way and i totally genuinely you tweeted that didn't you like knack 2 think about it or yeah. something to that yeah. we, we might have <laughs> before it was announced yeah. I, mean, we, I think we all knew it was going to be announced but um yeah, yeah like I, I genuinely think the reason that game exists is because Mark Cerny is too important to Sony that they can't <laughs> not do things. Okay, that Mark, it's been a few years. You can have your thing. Um, have there been many um, kind of platformy games that have stood out for you this year? We had, I, I haven't written it down here, but Ratchet and Clank was quite good. Oh God, this yeah, year. it really yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did like it. Cause that, Everyone I, liked it. it. It was one of those times where, because obviously... When I first played Ratchet and Clank, I was like, this is amazing. It looks fantastic. Because, mm. you know, I was quite young, a, a teenager. And um, it came out and I was like, this looks as good as I remember it, which is nice mm. yeah. to get that kind oh, of... Once again, really worth looking at those two games side by side. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, your yeah. brain does weird things with time and mm. what things look I like. Think, I yeah. think everyone said about it. I know I did. It was like that it perfectly captured your memory of the game yeah, exactly. rather than it actually being like a remake of, yeah. of the game. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really well done in that respect. Wasn't it supposed to be like the, it was the, oh God, I can't remember. They had some ridiculous marketing slogan, but it was basically like the game from the movie, which is based on the first game. So like, yeah. it was, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. the movie ended up being a bit crap. Actually. I never saw the film. I didn't see yeah. the movie in the end. I do I, forget. That a lot of it's in the, the game anyway. The cut, yeah, the cutscenes. Yeah. Um, and you can tell because you're like, this actually looks shittier when it goes into the movie. <laughs> That's damn. But unlike Final Fantasy 15, which seems to oh, have yeah, inserted King's, some yeah. King's Baby, mm, right, which I found really weird. Because yeah. when I played it at preview, yeah, it was. They, a, it they, was they weren't the, there. They they put it in after. We had a really nice moment. We did the IGM premiere for Final Fantasy mm. 15, and the guy who plays um, the Sean Bean's voice. What's the name of that character? Um, well, he's the king. Oh, uh, king. The Rages. King. Yeah. Rages? Yeah. Rages. Rages. That sounds right. Yeah. Or was that the yeah. name of the car? The, the no, that's Regalia. I'm pretty sure it's Rages because... Uh... Oh man, wouldn't that be a great twist at the end though? If the car turned out to like car. be right. the king after like all. Like some sort of weird Transformers yeah. crossover. Well, I mean, yeah. I've played it to the end, so... Right, it doesn't happen. That does happen. But there was something yes. really... Brad, there, was... <laughs> there was something really nice because we had the guy who played um, the body... Of, of Regis basically did all the mocap Oh, okay, for right. And he looks like exactly like Regis mm. in real life. He's got like long white hair down oh to God. his waist and like really really tall kind of swooped about the building and then we um had the director of the game come in and we, we were in the green room and the director walks in and sees the actor but of course he's spent years looking at this actor's like oh. as regis so for him it was this you saw his whole face light up in this mind-blown moment of going 
<laughs> real life. My game it's came to life. Like, <laughs> I have superpowers. Massive hug, like oh, that's excellent. It's that's real so coincidence. Nice. You look a lot like this character I've been working on this game. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. oh, so who do you work for? Lovely. Yeah, that's a uh, very nice story. Let's kind of round up quickly some other games that you've you've loved a lot. Like hit me. Like I'll, I'll do two rounds. Cool. Alicia, hit me with a game uh, you love and why. I've really loved a game called Event Zero, which is an indie game. Oh. Uh, set it's like 350 million miles away from earth you are floating in this luxury space yacht called the nautilus and it's like present day but it's set in an alternate reality where in 1980s we invented space travel so it's kind of like 2000 did we not no exactly happen who knew (laughs) but um it's kind of like this 2001 a space odyssey meet 80s thing because this space yacht you're trapped on is from the 80s so dated tech and the only mechanic in the game is typing into these terminals to talk to the ship's AI and the AI just wants a friend like it just and you can type anything so it starts from the first thing it says is like hello like what's your user so profile so you're like ASL yeah, exactly. yeah. no what I do we did a video a video gamer for our um our community club where it was me hitting on I tried to get the AI to go out with me oh, for half an hour nice. how did that same. work uh, so I just basically wore it down for half an hour until eventually it was like, yeah, fine, we'll get married. So Did it really? <laughs> That's amazing. Well, well, I said we, I, I, I tried for ages and then I, I was just like, nothing's working. So I just went, listen, enough with the charade. Like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run away together. And it was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, amazing. It's been, I love that. I that, love that. That, about that sounds it. like a nicer version of something like the movie Moon. Well, you say this, it's really dark. So, oh. so you can, you can. So it's not on, all flirting with an AI. No, then. I mean, that's obviously how you AI want to kill you eventually. Well, I'm not going to give any spoilers, no spoilers for the yeah. story, but like, so, I mean, the main part of it really is you're, you're meant to use it to be like, oh, there's a locked door. Can you open? And so you like type in commands, but you have to say, please. Otherwise it gets a little bit shitty like with you. <laughs> You've got <laughs> to phrase it, it well. Schools. Oh, that's like, why it was getting oh shitty yeah. with me. Because I never said, please. If you just go, if you Can just you write a me, command please? and just say like. <laughs> I love you, please. <laughs> If you just say like open door, it like kind of goes, oh, okay. But if you go Kaizen, would you please open the door and write out like a full sentence? It's like, great. And if you say thanks after it opens the door, it's super lovely. I'm so ingratiating with this robot. <laughs> that sounds like a good game. It's like, really, really that's fun. A, that's presumably a PC. Sort yeah, of it's a PC yeah. game. It's brilliant. It would be hard to play with a PS4 Oh God, yeah. imagine having to type stuff in. Oh, oh that would be hell. I mean, they, they said the touchpad made that easier. It, it didn't. doesn't. It really <laughs> it didn't. It never does. Uh, Alice Bell, what would you give a shout out uh, for? Stardew Valley. Oh, good. Farm, farms and love. Yeah, it's yeah. Stardew Valley is amazing because it is, it's a little like top down farming kind of 2D and you, you run a little farm, but it can be so many things depending on how you play it. Like it can be so many things, so many people, because there are a lot of layers to it and you, you don't kind of have to do all the bits to it, but you, you can do them as much as you want. So there's um kind of like, there's a, a sort of dungeon, so you can do dungeon crawling in it, or you can actually do the farm. I've or... only seen the farmy stuff. Yeah, there's, so there's, you can go and on a killing spree in a dungeon. Yeah, there are like, little monsters and you can kill, but you can, the point of going in is that you'll get, you know, minerals and ore and right, stuff to right. make more stuff your farm if you want to. Um, or you can use it as like a dating Build a thing. Build around and, the bones of your enemies. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> you can do like a dating thing and like get married to someone in the village. Or you can just run your farm. Or to me, it was kind of, uh, I described it as Southern farming Gothic. Because you turn up at this town, they're like, yes, this was your father's farm. 
and then they just say weird stuff to you like <laughs> if you have anything you want to sell just put it in the box I come by every night and collect them and I was just there like okay it's like the opposite of those like Amazon crate yeah. things right <laughs> yeah and just you leave can... it in the box we'll take it away yeah, yeah it's yeah. amazing it's so many it's so many things and it's we'll so layered rupees. and you get little requests that it, one of my favorite things is you there's a like a, a basically a jobs board so you can people could be like can you get me a melon in three days and you're like fine here here is a melon for my store of melon yeah i mean uh, you know delivery like tesco will do that for you in in three days but this is that one of the first ones i got was from a girl in the village and she was like can you please get me a and then it obviously feels it but it was like can you please get me a salmon or something and then it was like you know what for winky emote and i was like no, no i don't no, no really don't don't understand <laughs> i thought i knew what it was for yeah. until you said exactly you know what it's for it's the winky face there though isn't it it's the, that's the bit that's yeah, strange yeah. it was something like, it was like girls will know and i was like what are you right, doing okay. with this <laughs> in stardew valley they've got a very particular way the girls have started yeah. preparing salmon but very yeah. good it's not as red as it's the on, salmon you might have had it's on pc <laughs> uh but i think it's coming to console next year so why not they they do often do that kind of thing chris uh, XCOM 2 for me I Ooh, think yeah strategy I'm, aliens I'm struggling between whether or not Overwatch or XCOM 2 has, has had the, the the biggest impact on this year for me I, it's a sequel to perhaps my favourite game um, and it really didn't disappoint I don't know if anyone's played XCOM Enemy Unknown which is a fantastic game in which you yeah fend off an alien invasion but the the beauty of that game is that you you look after the, this little squad that's getting better with each mission and getting more powerful and then You've named them and given them different color armor and you love them because they're your friends and then they'll die in a mission and that's it. And like if you're playing um, like on Iron Man mode, which is the only way to play XCOM, all right? I don't want to hear anything else. Like <laughs> that's it. Very you, can't, you can't reload and like you've just, you have, that's part yeah, of the story. They're gone forever. Yeah. Right. So they, that, I mean, XCOM has been around for a long time, but this brought the franchise back. And then this, the sequel to this, this, this really successful like uh, yeah, reinvigoration of, of, of the, the series just... Nailed it. it. Basically, you know, there's new aliens and class types and like it looks prettier and the procedural maps and, and all the stuff you'd expect from a sequel. But really, it's like the stuff that they learned about their player base last time around and reacted to. They just they force you to be a more interesting player throughout the game uh, in, in a bunch of, of different ways. One, the, f the fact that the maps are procedural means that you can't sort of predict what you're going to encounter each time. There's always a turn timer to consider, like every mission if you don't complete it and get to the extraction point within like eight turns, you lose and your soldiers might not even survive. And that sounds like the worst thing sounds in the world. too stressful. I, I, I remember like they, they did dabbled with that a little bit in the last game. And I thought if you go full in on that idea, you're going to piss everyone off. But it forces you to, um, in, instead of like moving very carefully and, and sort of defending your squad at the end of each turn and just like sort of edging through the map, it forces you to like move with a bit of momentum and be more interesting and take risks because the the game and the series is it's best when like you move forwards because you, you feel like you have to and then you like trigger another group of enemies and you're already fighting one anyway and suddenly like you've just created this horrendous situation for yourself that you're gonna have to stare at for like 10 minutes to try and work out if you can even get out of it successfully and it, it sort of encourages you to make more mistakes and end up in more of these situations it is stressful but you make it through it and there's there's like no feeling like it in in the games I play. I really, I, I look for Iron Man mode in every game I play now because of that. And um, yeah, to, so to see a sequel that really understood its audience and then um, changed things to make them play differently and took a risk because they could have really upset people with that change um, was 
was just what I wanted. And yeah, they, it had some technical issues at launch, but I, I just, I couldn't care. It was too good. I've, I really had an amazing time with it. And yeah, that studio just has my heart now. I do, whatever they make, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be excited about. And that's on everything now, isn't it? Yeah, it just, yeah. so it came out on PC in February and then consoles was a little bit um, like a few months ago. Yeah. Do you so. think it's, it's funny, like, I don't think I've heard anyone else really talk that game up in terms of best of this year. Yeah, yeah. Did it come out of time and everyone was like, because it was PC only, it kind of got overlooked a it's, little bit? It's a weird one because the, the Enemy Unknown was a huge... Um, so I've got a huge success and yeah and like brought people in that didn't care about XCOM including myself at the time um, I think the technical issues at launch definitely uh, scared some people off it like the, my set was was annoyingly okay which is frustrating when you're reviewing something and then you later discover that like some people were having real slowdown or like real long loading times so I think that definitely played a part some people have looked to that and gone uh, maybe not the fact that it didn't launch on consoles at exactly the same time hurt it, I think, because um, a lot of people played Enemy Unknown on consoles and you need that discussion. I think for a game of that size, you can do it if you're GTA. You can do mm. like a PC launch and then a console launch somewhere else and they're two massive events and everyone loses their mind. But with a game like XCOM 2, where it's in a niche genre, I'll admit, um, like you ne- I think if you want to get the same kind of excitement, you need as many people to be able to play it at the same time. And I think they... I, I get their reasons for why they they chose not to do that. They wanted to focus on the PC versions for so, so that they could make the game in the right kind of time frame. But it 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 did. You're right. No, I, I haven't heard a lot of like game of year talk around it other than like rock paper shotgun and PC game. Like, are a and, bunch of and dweebs you in your office, presumably. And yeah, uh, yeah, me just and Dunlin, people into pretty much into uh, putting it up there. And um, were there just just briefly were there any games that came out this year that you were all looking forward to and you played them when you're like oh no it's not as good as i wanted it to be uh, i can't think I, I can't think of any huge disappointments like final fantasy 15 i think i wanted a bit more from if i'm honest i would have liked that big story like we talked about uh before to have landed a little a little more to have more of a payoff to it um but it surprised me in other ways so i, I think it'd be unfair to call that a disappointment yeah do you, do you think no man's sky yeah perhaps, perhaps. i didn't have the I don't think I know. Ne- I ever had quite the same level of like heightened expectation. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wasn't on board the hype train for that one in the first place. So I was I... expecting kind of what I got, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's at, the at, thing. At, at the same time, I stopped puttering around in that game after about sort of fifteen hours. I thought yeah. I, I've mm-hmm. kind of has anyone played it here more than that? I, I I think I think I made it up to five, and yeah. I was kind of like, cool, great. You know, I've, I've, by the time I you got through that first solar system bit, I was like. Cool, I'm done. Yeah, that's fair. I think I think that 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 is actually you're right. That is a disappointment just because, yeah, there was so much within our um, it, within our job. It was such a huge thing for the audience. I think that was mm. I, the disappointment has come not from what I really wanted from the game, but more from the fact that like the people we talked to about this game, like a, a big percentage of them felt let down by it, and partly yeah. by our role in that. I think because you know the some of the preview content. Um, from, oh, from across we were the very board. excited about it and yeah, yeah and like yeah. It, it was it was the big game it felt like a huge launch and we all wanted to be part of that and then it, it sort of it didn't live up to that and also the 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 backlash has been disappointing to be around like i i've i felt pretty um lethargic about that that side of, of games sometimes so the, the the very personal attacks on mm. on, on developers yeah. is, is never something yeah, that's really fun cool. to see um yeah so the the disappointment is there, but maybe not. I, I got what I wanted out of the game, and it was okay. It was like it didn't 
It didn't change my life. Have you guys been back and played it since the updates? I the foundation. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, because apparently, I mean, I, I've I've not either. You can build but a house apparently, now. Apparently, right? yeah. they're quite sizable changes mm. to the world. So I'd be intrigued to go back now and see whether. I think that's what Christmas is for, isn't it? Get some yes. time off. <laughs> Absolutely. That's when you want time to go back. Well, because that that was my issue with the game fundamentally was that I really loved the idea of it, but even though you have this entire universe at your fingertips, you feel like it felt so lonely. Even when you came across NPC characters, even when you saw other spaceships flying through, even as you were surrounded by all these different animals, they felt cardboard and 2D and that, you know, the ships were just on their own course. And the the only person in this entire universe did anything of any meaning was you. Mm-hmm. And like, it seems with this update, they've kind of tried to address that a little bit and make the world a little bit richer and add in some new things. So I'd be intrigued to go back and see whether it's yeah, any better. There's base buildings that is uh, a big part of that with with like NPCs that you can interact with and like research and, and mm. um, yeah, I think you can like, you can own a freight ship now that you can summon to your, your planet, which it all sounds like big, cool changes. And I think a lot of people are, are um, starting to come around to the idea that okay, they might fix it. But I, I always thought the, the, the vision for No Man's Sky was um, sort of like flame in the flood, I guess. Like yeah. you're always pressing forwards. And the, the base building bit for me was like, isn't, I don't get how that meshes with like, mm. you, you, yeah, you're, you're supposed, it's supposed to be the galaxy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it's, it's a response to what people have asked for. Um, and yeah. so maybe maybe I'm not the, the right person to comment on that, I guess. Well, I would say the only, the only things that, I wasn't like super hyped for them, but like ReCore didn't come out as any of us, I don't think really wanted it. It was a lot simpler and repetitive than, than we wanted. I think bits of it were still really God, good. I forgot that even happened, yeah. There you go, yeah. <laughs> but another game that I think most of us kind of forgot about was Mirror's Edge Catalyst as well. Which oh came God, out. yeah, of course. Yeah. There was that small matter of that, yeah, everyone yeah. loves Mirror's Edge and here's another, oh dear. Do you know what? I'm so annoyed at myself for that one because I loved the first Mirror's Edge and I've been meaning to play Mirror's Edge too for forever. I've literally had it on my shelf at home and every time I sit down to play another game has come out and yeah. it's just it's just been buried I feel like in this year I don't think the makers of it mind yeah. <laughs> buried it's somehow. a bit everywhere I think uh, the response was a sort of a universal eh. yeah <laughs> not to worry um and in terms of just just to wrap up um were there any games that you thought were going to be out in 2016 that haven't been and you're like for goodness Horizon sake Zero Dawn oh, yeah, yeah. desperately it was meant to be around now I, I think and it's been pushed back to February 2017 yep. so it's not too much longer of a wait but um assuming it stays assuming it stays mm-hmm. yeah the February launch date but uh I mean I just think that's screen licking have you, have you played looking. some of it no I've not I've not looked uh, played any I've just watched the gameplay that's already out there have I, you played I, it I got chunk of it in at E3 they kind of did a, a slice at E3 where you could do a couple of small what, missions like basically taking down one of the dinosaur like robots a, yeah yeah you're taking down something and collecting well, the game's some great, resources you can save that taking down some robot dinosaurs oh yeah the dinosaur robot yeah yeah absolutely when you finish Final Fantasy 15 you can go back to the open world stage by talking to a magic dog that will take you back into your memories back into that's useful that's great that's really good to know. But talking to a magic dog. Yeah, Great. there you go. 2016. I thought we were past games having this thing. No, with dogs. no, never. Mate, The Last Guardian, don't you? Fable had a It's the year of the too. dog, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But I'm excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it's a movie yeah. right up my alley. Absolutely. I mean, Mass, Mass Effect 2, obviously. Mass Effect has got yeah. that oh, move back. That was originally meant to be this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure how 
surprised that I was I'm by, by yeah, that. I wasn't surprised by that. But. Yeah, we've seen the actual first gameplay for all the, or, well, what they called the first gameplay. Like they, there was like a big tech demo, look, look what it looks like in 4K at yeah. the, at, at the um, PS Pro launch. Yeah. yeah and York, then, yeah. and they were like, no, but that's not actually the gameplay. I was obviously. there. I saw it. And it's right. like, look, there's someone playing Mass Effect, but that's yeah. not the real Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. I, I still don't know what to make of that game. Um, because the Mass Effect uh, series for me is all about the characters and I don't know anything about them from the gameplay we've seen. It looks a little bit Dragon Age Inquisition. I liked Inquisition, but I, I don't really want another one. I thought the looked a little bit more cartoony. Oh, well, no, sorry, not... I meant in, the, in terms yeah. of the gameplay. I, yeah, just, yeah, I don't yeah. really know what to expect from... Which I'm down with. From, from the characters, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that there's a Krogan in your squad. That's always yeah. like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need Krogan, Turian, female Turian as oh, well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so, um, I, yeah, I, I've... I will be excited about that because it's Mass Effect, but I don't really quite know what to expect. I'm default yet. excited. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's fair. My um, expectations default. are pretty straight down the middle with it. I think mm-hmm. because the stuff that we've seen so far, it reminds me a lot. It feels to be riffing off of some of the space stuff that we've already seen. Like a lot of it reminds me of Destiny. Like right. The scanner mechanic looks pretty much exactly like the scanner that Ghost sends out. The, um, just like the, the traveling around, there's a bit where you're in a vehicle and it's almost exactly like being on a sparrow and like, the gameplay that I've seen so far hasn't made me kind of go, oh, this is something completely new. It's kind yeah. of, but if you they know, they can't do anything size. too new though, can they? That's the thing. Yeah. But yet Ooh. they can because it's Mass Effect Andromeda. They're like, it's not in the same like thing. Yeah. It, it's a, in it's fact, a like different... by the sounds of it, they are distancing themselves from that story pretty dramatically. Yeah, like the, I, the, which the, fair, I, I, I can don't, understand yeah, why. Like, yeah, but like the, I don't think there's going to be any sort of crossover in terms of, of characters or your decisions no. from mm. those games, which is, yeah, so they, they have room to do interesting stuff. And I'm, I, I, I'm going to hold out some hope. I just, the, the sort of the scanning and what looks like an open world where you're going to be chasing down objectives uh, to tick off a list reminds me of, of Dragon Age Inquisition, which is a game that I liked, like I say, but I sort of, I felt like I, d- I don't want that to be the entire format. It's Dragon Age in space. See, I would be fine with Dragon Age <laughs> I played some Dragon Age the other night I stayed up past my bedtime is that Dragon Age? Or? Inquisition okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, never started it I have it never started it one of those yeah, like, like your Mirror's Edge things it's like mm. it's today the day it's not the day and you, you also know with a game like Dragon Age you are not going to be able to just play it for 8 yeah. hours and then yeah. also done, you need like, to play Origins like you can't I'm yeah. sorry you, can't, yeah. you have to well, Origins like, is you the might, best one yeah I think so but like I think that is going to be the divide and like they need to make a choice as a studio how they want to think about RPGs now because Origins was was sort Amazing. of old fashioned I guess but I loved that I about loved it, it. It's, the, it's my favourite as well what's that um, that wasn't the second it was, one, was it? was it? one where they did Origins the dialogue. The Origins is the first it was, one. It was like you had seven different beginnings and you could, like old school, you read each yeah. kind of yeah. dialogue option Stuff. word for word. You say that, but that, that, <sighs> is, that is a huge... The moment you go as a, as a developer of RPGs from like written text responses to mm. fully voice acted stuff... It becomes way more expensive to to do each conversation yeah. like <laughs> by a, a ridiculous amount. So your your amount of like how different you can make those situations play out it has to be reduced and as a to result. To be honest, I like it less when it's voice acted. One, because you choose options emotively and sometimes you think you're going to like gently probe someone mm-hmm. and then they full on grab you by the cuffs <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, the, uh, going, ah! the, LA, <laughs> the LA noir effect. Absolutely, yeah. the LA noir effect. <laughs> oh God, um, yeah. And also like the whole point, well, you know, one of the ways I play RPGs is also for like imprinting your character sure. and like, you know, you play it's harder it to do that when, that you when they make. give the voice, right? And it's way right. harder to do when like... Unless know. that voice is Geralt, of course, which is just... just well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm just disappointed there wasn't more Witcher this year. 
think that's where I'll leave it. I loved Blood and Wine, and I was very sad when it got to the end of it. Yeah, I think I think that's it, isn't it? Well, at least for the Geralt stuff now, that is very much it. I'd like. I still. I'd still like the uh, Siri starring. Uh, Witcher game that is basically uh, Metal Gear Rising, but in the, in the Witcher <laughs> world, just like three, you know, three hundred and sixty degree slicing. I got what amazing. Uh, this isn't topical to this year at all, but what an amazing journey that studio's had. They are like they're massive now. They can mm. they can they can release a fantasy card game and people actually give a crap when Hearthstone exists. <laughs> mm. No one can do that. The Elder Scrolls can't do that. No one like if they they're like guys, we're doing like a beta for our Elder Scrolls virtual card game and. It's so difficult to get anyone interested. Like The Witcher is so is mm. is somehow big enough that it's just because even so that. many people the, played Gwent in the game, didn't apparently they? Apparently, they're really sound as well. Like they're just kind of sound people. Maybe just until they're famous. Now they're I big, met, they'll I be like. I can't remember the, the main guy, Marcin, Martin, Marcin. Uh, I met I met the CEO at the start of last year, oh, and right, he was okay. very nice. Yeah, well, I, it's we, very Bertie from advice. Eurogamer, like I swear, spends half his time in just in poland we're not entirely sure what he does but he comes back with something from cd project every so often comes back with a new t-shirt he's not going to come medallion. back eventually i'm aware of that um but yeah like i i they do seem like a at least one odd thing to end uh, end of your podcast on cd project seem like nice people that are like interested in poland and polish game they, development they they do seem like i well i'll tell you how i would i'll end it then because okay. I, I was thinking the other day and i i put a tweet out to the effect i would have loved a little bit of uh witcher christmas dlc up at care Morin. christmas dlc just, just Geralt around the fire with his, <laughs> with his mates because there's a wonderful scene in the witcher 3 where we're all getting pissed up and uh, Santa Claus would I, have to I, be I just want some kind of mythical Santa beast Claus is one of the though. trolls from yeah. the hills just comes down <laughs> with like you know rock oh god rock yeah. is there actually rock. any good Christmas DLC Train. to play at the moment uh, the Hitman oh has Hitman got some oh, Hitman's yeah, got some Christmas yeah, yeah. DLC yeah. yes another good game of this year which we should mm. probably just say Hitman was good this year Hitman was good for, yeah. for, oh, <laughs> for, for all the reasons we said Dishonored 2 is really good. Like Hitman's got that Hitman kind of like good. trace <laughs> and like Hitman's, ridiculous yeah. uh, freedom of expression and actually in terms really, of killing people. I really enjoyed the episodic yeah, like, wave because it meant that you could just absolutely rinse a single episode and then move on to the next yeah. Yeah. when the next one was out. Which was... And like it's going to get another wave of interest in January, isn't it? Because they're releasing the whole thing on yeah. a disc. I honestly wish yeah. you'd asked me on when it was like a less good year. Like 2016 has been a, an awful year, don't get me wrong. But in terms of games, there's, there's just loads yeah and like, i thought it was gonna be shit tons, yeah. tons we, we haven't pokemon mentioned go. we haven't said pokemon go no. <laughs> we haven't said pokemon go i haven't mentioned abzu which i loved or or oxenfree which i loved or thumper which i loved thumper was and, amazing uh, i know there have been lots of good games so None of the vr stuff that's come out no, we, we haven't mentioned vr res infinite was great that's, on vr and uh, i thought uncharted 2 is bloody good as well uncharted 2 uncharted 2 was good it was yeah i don't disagree with that no one's disagreeing but uncharted 4 i thought like fair place them it was good the last of us yeah yeah it was it was yeah i mean it's easy to knock those big games isn't it but i thought Chad was very good as well. We spent too long on Overwatch. I'm sorry. We spent yeah, a long time on Overwatch. I'm going to have to pick it up again and play it. But um, yeah, just to wrap up then, um, thanks for listening to this uh, episode of the uh, Waypoint UK podcast. I've been Mike Diver. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Diver. You can follow Waypoint at, at Waypoint. We make it easy for you. Alicia, where can people find you? Uh, on I'm Twitter? at Alicia Judge because I'm original. Oh, yeah, we got there early. Alice? Uh, I'm at Baby Got Bell. Uh, I'm glad yours isn't just your name either. Mine's at Bratters. At Bratters. sort of like my surname, I guess. It's what people call it. But with a Z on the end, because I grew up on the internet and made some poor life decisions. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where I am. 
Thanks everyone for listening um, and see you in January. Bye. Bye. Bye.